what we do here is go back, 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 back. What is up, listeners, and welcome back. My name is Nolan Collery, and you are listening to Heaters. Hot takes, everyone has them. It's those little tidbits about sports and life that you will defend to no end. My goal this year is to talk to some of Nash's most opinionated people, and boy, do I have one of them with me today. What's up to Gannon Sprinkle? Oh, hey there, man. Gannon, it's nice to see you. How are you feeling today? Oh, pretty good. I'm glad to hear it. So today we are going to be talking about the NFL. Uh, last night was the first game of Week Five. Uh, Seattle versus the, the Rams. Lost. It was a good. It was a good night. Yeah, again, it's not a big Seattle fan, but we're not talking about them. We are talking about the quarter season. Kind of, kind of recap. We're going to both talk about a take. Um, I think it's been a pretty good NFL season so far. I know. Oh, me too. Yeah, you you haven't been. You've been watching what two, three seasons so far? Like really watching the NFL? Oh, only last year. Last year? Okay, yeah. Only last year. So, and you you've like encapsulated yourself <laughs> in it. You're you're a big NFL guy now, yeah, which really is have. awesome. So, um, I think it's been a good season. We've had some big performances already. Uh, like Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup <laughs> has been going off. Kyler Murray's big game. Oh, the Cardinals. It, it's been it's been a fun year, but. This isn't a show about talking about the little things. This is a show about talking about things that may, might make you sweat a little. We're going to go a little uncomfortable today. So, how heaters works, I will present a ta- uh, Well, first, we'll have our guest present his take. He'll let us know what's going on in his head right now. Uh, he'll give us a little background information, defend it. We'll have a little back and forth, and ultimately, he'll present it one last time, and I'll have to say if I agree or disagree, and then I'll do the same right after. So, my good friend Gannon... What's on your mind today? Oh, what's on my mind? So uh, I've been looking over the AFC South standings, and uh, one team in particular has been uh, standing out to me, and the uh, it would be the Indianapolis Colts. Mm. Yeah. So my hot take is the Indianapolis Colts will have a top three draft pick this year. That's hot. That's hot. Mm-hmm. That's a hot mm-hmm. take. That's not... That's not for the faint of heart. A very, very bad team led by a very, very bad quarterback. So are you talking team or are you talking Wentz here? Who who do you want to or you want to talk about both? We got we got time. So I mean, the heart of the team is Wentz. Wentz is not a good quarterback. It is not 2017 anymore. Mm. But the 2021, specifically Indianapolis Colts. Have hit some major struggles. They That's have true. they have a deep injuries the injury bug to great players, right? And they cannot win anything. Their only win this year is against the Jacoby Brissett Dolphins. Go Dolphins! <laughs> um, which I don't think anybody would count as a good win. Okay, well the Dolphins are great. Well, they also uh, they got beat by the Seahawks. Fins up the Titans. And the Rams. Now, these are good teams. Those are all good teams. Yes, they are. And uh, nobody's saying that the uh, Colts won't have a little bit of life in them. But you look at the rest of this schedule, and you see some major players. Now, however, you also see two games against the Texans. You also see two games against the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. Now, these are also not good teams. Right. However, 
I am more confident in Trevor Lawrence than I am in Carson Wentz. Wow. That's, see, that's where, that's where I, I have to, you know, make me feel a little funny here. You're giving me some weird feelings right now. But go ahead. Continue. Now, they play the, uh, the Jets, uh, let's see, in five weeks. November 4th, they play the Jets. I am more confident in Zach Wilson than I am in Carson Wentz. And there's the hottest. <laughs> I thought we were looking hot at first. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, I'd say that. And he threw four picks against the Patriots. He did. Carson Wentz just has a long history of turnovers. Just an, and, and such a bad 2020 stat line. I mean, let me, let me read some of these for you. 29th out of 31 quarterbacks in passer rating. 30th in completion percentage. 29th in yards per pass. 28th in interception percentage and 24th in touchdown percentage. Now let me read this next line. This is one of my favorites. Go for it. If it wasn't for Drew Locke and Sam Darnold, he'd be the worst quarterback in football. And this is a, as of last this year. Is a, this is a 2020 take. Okay, gotcha. And both of those quarterbacks are now better than Carson Wentz or they're off the table. You can imagine which one of those I'm talking about That's for fair. either one. You know what's interesting is, especially in the 2017 season, I was... I was a Carson Wentz believer, believer, and I would fight tooth and nail in any argument uh, in the Dak versus Carson debate, Uh, and I was so wrong. I was so strong in saying that clearly Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott, and I am a big enough man to admit that I was very incorrect. See, the the 2017 season was a a weird season. That was... Four years ago, too. And a, and a even weirder playoffs. Yeah, no joke. Uh, with Nick Foles coming out of nowhere. But even if you look at Carson Wentz's 2017 season, you're going to see some good numbers. Right. You're going to see some MVP candidate there numbers. Were, there were before his injury, yeah. But, but. <laughs> have you seen anything close, not to an MVP candidate, but to a, a decent quarterback in 2018 present to present you know you're you're making you're making a good point but i i'd like to just draw back i i think if you're if you're coming here to argue that carson (laughs) wentz is it like a bottom whatever quarterback you've got me but how does this make the colts a bottom three pick so we look at colts major injury report okay Quentin Nelson. Yes. Huge. Best offensive lineman in the league. Huge. Carson Wentz was sacked 50 times before he got back. <laughs> 50 times. 50 times. That's quite a few sacks. Before his benching in uh, week 13. Yeah. And, um, you know, the Colts' uh, offensive line was a huge upgrade for him. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, yeah. him, and Matthew Stafford went fr- from some terrible lines to some amazing lines right. in the off season, and um, you know that's going to benefit them. Matthew Stafford looks like it has. Uh huh. Um, Carson Wentz. Yeah. I, I don't. You know. had to find some way to bring up Matthew Stafford. I, yeah, I do because he's the best quarterback in the NFL. Okay. Um, and then, so Quentin Nelson's out. All right. Mm-hmm. Huge player. Huge. Quitty Pay. Another defensive weapon. Yeah. Um, Rookie uh, out of first Michigan. Round, first round draft First round pick out of Michigan. I had high, high hopes yep. for him. Hamstring injury. Unfortunate. T.Y. Hilton, out. 
uh, 10 or something weeks. Yeah, it's, you know, not a wide receiver one anymore, but definitely a good weapon. And their wide receiver core is... It's tragic. Also pretty bad. You you have Michael Pittman, who's not a bad wide receiver, but but cannot carry a whole wide receiver core. I think he's kind of like the Juju effect when Antonio Brown left. Like, Juju was fantastic as a rookie because he played across Antonio Brown, Mm -hmm. who was still definitely top three receiver in the league at that point, uh, you know, with uh, Julio, DeAndre Hopkins in that discussion. Um, and Juju was a perfect wide receiver too, but then he left and then people had these super high expectations for Juju and yeah, I'd argue they, you know, live up to those. Yeah. So T.Y. T. Hilton cannot carry that wide receiver core on yeah. his own. No. Um, you've also got uh, Darius Leonard, huge defensive player yeah. for them, out. Um, and... My last major one, I've got it here, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Their run game is huge. It is. And so Jonathan Taylor is not out. Jonathan right. Taylor has uh, <laughs> dealt with fluid in his knee. That's, right. that, that is what the report says. Um, and he had an explosive game against the Dolphins. He did. However, when you look at teams that are dependent on their run game, these are not teams that win games you can look at the you can look at the you know the titans yeah say they run the ball a whole lot and they're they a good team but Tannehill is a good quarterback that's true no you've got a point Tannehill is an above average quarterback yeah um and okay i'm getting off track no, um, you're good. so but we can talk about the titans a little bit because the titans are in their division and this is what i was going back to is the afc yeah. south so the um the titans are two and two the Texans are one and three, and the Jaguars are zero and four. Nineteen game losing streak. Nineteen game losing streak. I think if you put the Jaguars up against the Colts twice, all right, not once, twice. once. Okay, I think the Colts would probably come up on top. I agree. But Urban Meyer at home against the Colts with Trevor Lawrence throwing the ball, I think they can win the game. Defin- it's possible. It's definitely possible, and you make and you make a strong point. James Robinson, right? Uh, DJ Chark is DJ out. DJ Chark's gone. DJ Chark is gone. That that is a sad. But they have uh, Lavisca Chenault yep. Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marvin Jones. Yeah, who is also you know a, a good wide receiver too. Mm-hmm. He would not be a good wide receiver one. No, but he's he's a he's a decent yeah. wide receiver too. And James Robinson has now been utilized more by Urban Meyer, and uh, you know they were close to uh, who who they play this week. Um, the Cardinals. No, the, no, no, no. They played the Cardinals week three. I apologize. But yeah. they did play the Cardinals week three, and it looked like a close game up until the end of the third quarter. It was impressive. Yeah. Um, it, know. it really was. They played They played the Bengals. They played the Bumgles. Oh, on Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were leading 14-0 at halftime. They were. That is imp- – and I'm not here to praise the Jaguars. Yeah. I, I'm just saying that that team can – what under Frank Reich I think is a uh, awful team. Okay, so you think so straight up in a vacuum, you think the Jaguars are a better team than the Colts? I'd say they beat them in one out of two games this season. <laughs> okay, that's right. Uh, are they a better team than the Indianapolis Colts? You know, Urban Meyer is also apparently self-destructing down in yes. Jacksonville. There, there have been some some awful things coming out of that locker room. But the talent on the Jaguars is better than the talent on the 2021 Indianapolis Colts. Okay. 
So what we're going to do now, uh, now that you've said it and I've had time to think over, present your official take one more time, and then I will say what I think and why. The take comes in, in draft picks. The Indianapolis Colts will have a top three draft pick this year. And Gannon, I'm going to have to disagree. It's a hot take. It's a hot take. I just, I really do think there are teams that, I think that the Jaguars will have a worse record. I think the Texans will have a worse record. I think the Jets will have a worse record. I think... The Jets have the same record as the Colts. They do, but I think the Colts will end up having a better record than the Jets. Who else? I'm trying to, I'm just trying to run through my head right now. Uh, but I don't think you can say Lions. I don't think you can say Bengals by a mile I, even. I think the Lions are going to have a rebound. I really do. I think I think the Bengals will be good. Yeah. Um, I can't name uh, the Falcons. Maybe. Maybe. But but Matt Ryan had a four touchdown, zero interception mm-hmm. game last week and showed serious signs of life. Yeah. Uh, Pitts had a touchdown. Secondary was awful, but it's the Falcons. That's normal. It's the Falcons. Not much new there. And I think they can definitely win more I, games than the Colts. I think that the Colts. If you said top. Five or six pick, I think I'd agree with you, but I can't agree with top three. So we're going to transition now, and it's fun because not only did you mention the Bengals by name, uh, but you mentioned the Bumgles. The Bumgles. Now, uh, I'm a, I've am grown up a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I'm also a Miami Dolphins no fan, way. but Pittsburgh Steelers is my team. So uh, Browns, Bumgles, Ravens, not fond of them around here. But here I am to talk about the Bengals. Ah, uh, the Bumgles. I think the take that you might be expecting and the listeners you guys might be expecting right now is since I mentioned I'm a Steelers fan is to say that the Bengals are better than the Steelers. But I'm not going to say that because that's not a hot take. That's just the truth. My hot take is that maybe even this year, the Cincinnati Bengals are a playoff quality team. Let's look at some statistics right. because that's a bit statistics. of a mouse. I'm thinking it through. So as I said, I said this uh, last week on the podcast, uh, or no, I said this two weeks ago on the podcast, sorry, with Connor Smith. I said that uh, Joe Burrow is my favorite quarterback prospect in college that I have ever seen. I have never seen a college quarterback, and I'm trying to think, some of the ones that I can very strongly remember watching uh, that being great, Trevor Lawrence, Andrew Luck, Joe Burrow. I didn't watch Andrew Luck. I wasn't. I that didn't was watch any 2012. <laughs> he was drafted. Uh, um, I watched Dwayne Haskins. Yeah. We all know how that turned out. Uh, should have been drafted higher. <laughs> Trace McSorley. Oh man! All right, we're uh, going off the rails. We are going off the rails a little bit. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other fantastic uh, Tua. I watched mm-hmm. uh, Zach Wilson. Some reason, but out, out of all the young quarterbacks, because it's it's a very quarterback dominant league right now. As you it mentioned, is. it's the heart. Mm-hmm. I have not liked one coming out of college more. Leadership, uh, ability to place the ball, because I know it's a meme right now, and it's a lot of different players uh, saying it, but Joe Burrow has elite ball placement. Uh, His ability to make the correct read, uh, and for coming off of such a gruesome injury, his mobility looks solid. Mm -hmm. He will never, I don't think he'll ever be, because he had like sneaky explosiveness in college. He's not going to have that anymore, I don't think. That's unrealistic to put that on him. But uh, him and Dak bouncing back, they look good. Yes, they no, look no, no, injury-free. Thank goodness, because they're good for the league. So right now, the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, mind you, they've kind of played some weak teams. They Their schedule so far in their 3-1 season has been a three-point uh, three uh, loss the, to the Chicago Bears. 
You're going to say Vikings. A three-point win to the Jaguars. A 14-point dominant win against the Steelers. And a three-point overtime field goal win against the Vikings. If Dalvin did not fumble that ball, we would not be in this. <laughs> this would be a different game. But watching these games, I'm noticing... Uh, three things in particular about the Bengals because I have watched the Bengals games. First of all, as I said, Joe Burrow looks like so, so good. Right now, the Cincinnati offense, uh, yards per pass is 8.5. That's uh, fourth best in the league. Uh, right now, his completion percentage, 72.9. Sustainable, no, but impressive. But mm-hmm. Very. It's uh, third best in the league right now. And I want to just find, I'm pretty sure it's 9-2. to two. Uh, I'm going to look that up to make sure I'm not wrong. I'm pretty sure Joe Burrow is incorrect. Am I incorrect? Do you know what it is? I know specifically because of a point that I was going to bring up later against the Chicago Bears where okay. he threw back, two back, two back picks. Okay. So I know that that number does not end in two. I thought it was 9-2. to two. I don't know. I probably should have already had this. It's kind of a. It's nine to four. It's nine to four, mm-hmm. which is definitely worse. But that's seventy two seventy two point nine percent completion, nine eighty eight yards through four games. So you're looking at about two fifty uh, in the air per game with a one thirteen passer rating through that's four games. Mm-hmm. That's very that's, good. That's impressive. And the one thing I don't consider: there are some players who get injured so early on in their rookie year that you don't consider that their rookie year. You say, okay, next year's the first year. Mm-hmm. I think Joe Burrow is a second year player. I think he gained a lot of experience during his rehab. Still, he was always with the team. He was learning a lot. So I don't think of this as like a true rookie season for him, quote-unquote. Uh, I think this is truly his second year. Um, but he's been dominant. Like, if I know most of the people here probably watched that Steelers game. Yep. Joe Burrow tore it up. Joe Burrow played great. He looked great. And we have a good secondary. We have a few great secondary. And a lot of the times there <laughs> oh, were good that, plays. that was the game that Watt and... Uh, Watt was out. And... Uh, Watt and Hayward. Cameron Hayward. No, I think it was. Uh, uh, okay, we, we yeah, had there some, was we injuries had to the in, injuries to the defense missing. who were out. Um, the one pass that went into halftime where Joe Burrow threw it right into the outstretched hands of Jamar Chase, and there was good coverage on that play too. That is like, some prime good, Bengals football. I mean, that's that great. Is, that is hurtful to say, but that is some prime so, Bengals football. That's the first thing that's impressed me. The second thing that's impressed me is the surprisingly strong defense. I mean, if you look right now, right now, uh, yards allowed, the Bengals rank fifth. So fifth lowest amount of yards allowed. And points per drive allowed, seventh. Right now, this offseason, they signed Trey Hendrickson from the Saints, and a lot of people said it was an overpaid $60 million per year. How many many years? uh, Four. Okay. $15 a year. Uh, $15 a year. $15 a year. Uh, he's currently rated second in pass rush rating this wow. year. So he's been invaluable. Um, let me find... Good use of the word, invaluable. Thank you. Um, they've played the Vikings, the Bears, the Steelers, and the Jaguars. You've said this before. I have. Um, Steelers. <laughs> Bad offense, I'm going to say. The Steelers are not good. The Steelers have an anemic offense. offense, as some would say. Some being my dad. Yes. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Bears, you know, not bad. Vikings, a good offense. Yes, I mean, I'm, I have some bias here, but but amazing. The Vikings are offensive good offense. yes. uh, weapons, and the uh, Jaguars, who 
we were up 14-0 at the half. And I think that if you look at that game in context, you don't look at the final score, but you look at the 14-point comeback mm-hmm. and win in a... Uh, I, I think they were at J- the Jaguar Stadium. That is impressive. Yes. That's a good That's a good script for Burrow to be able to do. Correct. Dramatic. Um, however. However. I would bring up the Bears-Bengals game. I, it's true. And, and when I say back-to-back-to-back picks, I mean pick. Back, yeah. And the first throw he takes next time, picked. Mm-hmm. First throw he takes next drive, picked. Uh, the Bears have a... Have a Defense. They mm-hmm. have a. They have definitely a solid defense. Uh, however, <laughs> if, if Patrick Mahomes threw picks on back to back to back attempts, then I would I would call him a bad quarterback that week. That's fair. However, Patrick Mahomes is not a bad quarterback. So right. so uh, you've got to be able to make some impressive plays. But he has done that in yes. some of these other games. Yes. So you know, I, I think it's an interesting take. Right. I, I do have a do you have more stats? I have a couple more things okay. I want to go. So yeah, finishing up on the defensive end, the one player I want to talk about specifically is Logan Wilson. And if you don't know that name, it's okay because I, I no didn't know who, who that is. That he is a linebacker. He is twenty five years old. And if I told you some other middle linebacker third round draft with, pick. Yeah, if I told you another middle linebacker with these stats, you'd go, Oh, that's a top ten middle linebacker in the league. Through four games, he has three interceptions with three passes defended and one sack. And that's a pass coverage linebacker. Mm-hmm. That That's top 10 line. The thing is, everyone assumes the Bengals' defense is so bad that why would we pay attention to some person? We, there's no breakout defensive players on the Bengals because they're bad. Bates, but continue. Yeah, so th- that's that. That's that's what I say. The defensive pl- presence has been, I, I think, surprising because I've always thought of the Bengals as a very poor defensive team just in general, but I think they played well. And then the third thing, this is kind of where this gets not not crazy hot, but definitely it's warming up, is actually offensive line play. Oh? Because the Bengals' offensive line is always painted to be, you know, and I'll admit it, when the Bengals didn't take uh, <laughs> Penny Sewell with their first round pick. Who has their a first great, pick, great him, rating, by the way. Yeah, both him and Brashawn Slater. Oh, Brashawn Slater is tearing it up. Painted out beautifully um so good for them i love seeing offensive linemen go high over skill positions just because like i think it's such it's underrated how hard it is to be an offensive lineman um but point is jamar chase is looking like the right pick for the Bengals. first of all him and joe burrow are in fact very good and the whole i can't catch the ball because of the white stripes turns out that was a misquote he was just asked, what is the difference between the college yeah, and NFL I, ball? I, I wouldn't hold that against Joe yeah. Chase. <laughs> no, but he's been fantastic. He's been Joe Burrow's favorite target, and he's uh, those two, are, along with Joe Mixon, are kind of spearheading and a, one, uh, an offense. Won the first rookie of the month, yeah. and he's now the front runner for rookie of the year. Yeah, but here's the thing, what I've been thinking about. If you've watched Bengals games, and I don't have stats. This is purely eye test. I've watched some Bengals games. Uh, and no, the Steelers game, we didn't have T.J. Watt. How much did it feel like we had pressure on Joe Burrow? Or did it feel like Joe Burrow had time to make the decisions he wanted to make? As someone who didn't watch the game. Okay. I, was in, I was in the car. I, uh, I play-by-played it. Um, you know, looking at the box score. Mm-hmm. So, so I can't actually speak on that. What I can speak on yeah. is the 75-game streak where we had a sack every single game yep. was broken. This it is, was. I don't know if you were going to bring this up, but that, that, is, was, yeah. that is crucial. That's, that's big. So we did not have pressure. But like, my biggest, it's hard to track offensive line stacks, stats, 
sorry, stats. Stacks but on, stacks on, stats a stat on, that I already did that is very easy to track is completion percentage. <laughs> Simply put, you can't throw the ball if you if don't sacked. have time, if you're on the ground. <laughs> 72.9% completion percentage through four full starts. Now, wow. that is four hours of football that he has had time to... It's not even... He's only missed 30 passes. I'm not sure how many of those are because he was pressured, how many of them were just a bad ball. But it, almost three out of every four passes he makes, he had time to make, and it's resulting in a nine touchdowns through four games, which isn't a ton, mm-hmm. but as from a young quarterback and a very young uh, coach in Zach Taylor... Has to be promising. It leads to 113 passer rate. So, so I would bring up again the Bears game, right? Because the Bears have a have a good pass rush. Yes, they have a great pass rush. In fact, um, and that was the game where he had three picks. So, it, then again, the Steelers have an excellent pass rush. They do, and not a single sack. Right. So, all I can say for the the Bengals on that one is it was the first game back. Uh, with Joe Burrow fully healthy, and it was getting adjusted to things again. Obviously, I'm not. I can't make an excuse for them. You, you got to do better than back to back to backs. Uh, throwing three picks in a game isn't good, but throwing them, you know, on these bookends of each other, that's that's bad. So five sacks by the Bears. Okay, that's it's a lot. It's I'd like to I'd like to call give that one to it being the first game, but you can definitely look at those numbers and make the argument. So I'm going to present my take one more time and. I'm going to say it one more time just to make some people mad. My take is not that the Bengals are better than the Steelers because that's not a hot take. That is a statement of fact. My take is that this year the Bengals are a playoff quality team. I'm not saying that they'll make the playoffs. I'm not saying they'll be one of those top seeds. But I'm saying keeping them out and saying they're not a good enough team to make it to that point is foolish. They are playoff quality. Gannon, what's your final response? Unfortunately, I do not agree with you. All right. Um, that honestly, I, I know what you keep thinking, but that Bears lost is so significant to me. That's very fair. That uh, you beat the Jaguars, you beat right. the Vikings, right. you beat the Steelers. A, a rookie quarterback in in not a in a decent secondary. I mean, a secondary that Joe Burrow should be able to beat. Yeah. If he beats the Steelers, wh- why can't you beat the Bears? And to be a playoff quality team. Yeah. One of the big, biggest things is consistency. That's fair. So uh, in the month of October, they are going to be playing the Packers and Ravens. And then first week of November, we'll get to see them go against the Browns. So we're going to have three games. See, uh, they also have the Lions and the Jets in there. So, you know, two more wins. But the Jets on Halloween. That's going to be a, fun. That was a garbage bowl game on Halloween. We're going to watch Joe Burrow become uh, <laughs> Zach Wilson's worst nightmare on Halloween. He might see ghosts. Spooky. Oh, man, this is fun. All right. Well, Gannon, thank you so much for coming on the show. This is by far our longest episode, but I had a lot of fun today. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, Noel. Yeah, we're going to be sure to have you back. I'm going to have a guest every quarter of the NFL season. Uh, I'm sure you'll be back. Playoffs are going to be this year. There's going to be lots to talk about the NFL. So thank you so much, everyone, for listening. This has been episode three of Heaters. May your school lunch stay hot, but your takes stay hotter. Stay saucy, Nash.